0: Thanks, Chris. You've been listening to another Inside the, Inside the Lab at Formula, Formula, Formula 4 Media. Media. And today this is I is Bob am with Chris Palmer, the founder of the Indianapolis-based uh, B2B marketplace company called BoxFox. The company uh, specializes uh, as a way for vendors, retailers, and distributors to evaluate, buy, and sell excess inventory using its marketplace and inventory appraisal technology. As I said, the company was founded in 2013 to give businesses a solution To move overstock inventory and the company now serves three years later 6,000 customers worldwide. Uh, Good morning Chris, maybe you could provide our listeners with a little more background about your company and how you got started and what exactly you do offer retailers.
1: Good morning. Yeah, absolutely. I I got into this business uh, by a friend of mine who was running a retail store at the time and ended up having to shut it down, and I was so compelled to figure out why that happened that uh, after looking at his balance sheet, it just became very clearly apparent that he had an inventory problem. He wasn't managing it well, and he was very deep in excess uh, inventory from numerous years past. So, uh, after peeling back the layers of, of what's going on right now in the retail world as it pertains to overstock inventory, I was just compelled to take the the background that I brought of being an entrepreneur and, and a software and technology guy and try to create some uh, better ways for businesses throughout the retail industry to manage, buy, sell, and, and know the value of all of their overstock products.
0: And that Box Fox is a conduit that connects surplus, excess goods. From retailers to those seeking them, give our listeners a brief explanation of how it works. And do you only I, uh, does your company only work with running shops? Do you work with all types of specialty shops? And is it only footwear and apparel? You can you tell a little bit about the cost uh, as well?
1: We are are primarily used in the sporting goods categories. We're used broadly though in um, in ways that it would even surprise you and me. Um, we've had people selling toys, electronics, jewelry. Uh, just recently, we had a bunch of welding supplies sold. So it's it's up all across the board. But the the primary category is to be sporting goods, and uh, we're at the running event because we do serve uh, a number of running retailers, uh, biking retailers, multi-sport, outdoor sporting goods stores. And essentially the fashion that BoxBox works is a business that has too much of something lists it for sale on BoxBox. Immediately, they're going to get an appraisal for the value of their product. Just like Kelly Blue Book will appraise the value of vehicles, BoxBox appraises the value of, of inventory, both at a consumer level as well as at a business-to-business level on a a marketplace like ours. What ensues is then a short auction. At the end of the auction, um, based upon how high other businesses have offered on your inventory, you as a seller can then choose to accept or reject the offer. Um, If you accept the offer, then we we take a 5% transaction fee for each party uh, out of doing the deal together, and we facilitate all the logistics from shipping and payment in a really smooth fashion.
0: It sounds like a very seamless transaction. Well, let's just turn a little bit to this year. It's obviously been, as you know, a tumultuous year in retail sporting goods. With numerous bankruptcy filings and chains disappearing from City Sports along the eastern seaboard to Sports Chalet in California and of course Sports Authority, could you tell? Uh, could you talk a little bit about how the current excess inventory climate is heading into 2017? Is there more footwear than apparel? Is there any types of other merchandise where you're seeing a lot of excess inventory currently?
1: You know, we've we've seen a tumultuous year. You're very right. And I don't think that we've seen the end of it. I I think that we're probably in store for for quite a few more announcements uh, in the coming years uh, about stores consolidating, changing their presence from truly just brick and mortar to more omni-channel and and investing more heavily in their online presence. I think that, unfortunately, last year, uh, there was just a really bad winter season. And a a lot of people just didn't get the forecast right in terms of their inventory mix and we're left heavy on a lot of inventory. We've yet to, you know, we've gone on the ground here in Indianapolis, and, and hopefully it'll be a, a an as-expected winter this season. Obviously, uh, some, some things could happen that, that leave retailers for stock. The, the reality is that inevitably everybody is going to miss forecast every now and then or a product launch isn't going to go as, as we want it to. And um, I, I think we're in for an interesting year. Um, that Generally, though, I think that, that uh, a lot of the surprise. It's been expected. Um, I think uh, if you walk inside some stores and environments, you you, you know, um, especially even ones that are still existing today, that that unless unless retailers stay innovative and stay ahead of the curve, there will be those that unfortunately succumb to the realities, the harsh harsh pressures of business.
0: One thing I noticed in your uh, your company notes is you sell to authorized resellers. I know in our industry, in some in the past, some vendors have expressed concern about their, their products ultimately ending up on the gray market. Uh, you know, how does Box Fox you know prevent something like that happening?
1: Well. When you mentioned the gray market, I mean, there is a gray market and then there is a truly black market. There is absolutely a black box uh, that's the, the underworld of retail and wholesale. And and I've seen it from all different sides in the country and out of the country, just around the world. There are a lot of unscrupulous players um, that make some, some bad decisions. And our goal to really be a reputable group of people full of integrity that seeks to provide solutions to the overstock problem, but in a really honorable way. And so our goal is to to act cooperatively with vendors and to to seek to protect their brands in online channels and and, and places they don't want their brand ending up at prices they don't want to see. And so we're doing everything that we can to figure out um, exactly um, on a a case-by-case basis how how we can best reflect the interest of either a vendor or a retailer in minimizing any sort of disruption that comes from the, the sale of their overstock product.
0: In some cases, would the sellers of the excess product be vendors that would be working with you? Absolutely. It
1: would. It would be. We've done business with numerous brands across categories. It's still a new concept and uh, vendors usually have um, some solutions, be it their own outlet stores or be it uh, uh, just clearance sales on their own website. Uh, there's a variety of ways that, that vendors move excess product, but one of those ways, not, not talked about, it, it's not very well known, but it absolutely uh, does involve uh, liquidation channels um, or selling into the off-price retail market, uh, such as TJ Maxx, Marshall's, Home Goods, um, those sets of, of off-price retail.
0: Your company mentioned in its notes that you have customers around the world. It's part of one of your solutions selling product to does, a, the, the, does the seller say a box box, you know, we'd like this product sold in certain countries but not in these countries or in these continents, yeah. not that continent?
1: Based upon a, a seller's requirements for where product goes, uh, we'll restrict the sale of product to certain uh, territories um, that, that it's not allowed to be sold in um, or just to, to certain channels, be it uh, online or offline. So we have buyers uh, in South America and Europe and Asia, Africa that are capable of moving product in non disruptive
0: fashion. You may not want to single, single a particular merchandise category out, but is there any particular categories Within sporting goods, athletic footwear, apparel that you see as being having a, more in abundance in 20, early in the first half of 2017 than others. Having, having more of a surplus? More of a surplus, more surplus inventory in the first half of seventeen that you'll be working with. Yeah, I mean, w- with our
1: perspective that we have on it, uh, given our customers, I, I, I see a, a higher mix of footwear um, on the excess side, uh, not from all brands, but, but from some brands that are struggling to get the market share that they're, they're looking for. Um, we do see a lot of, of surplus footwear uh, inventories on the balance sheet.
0: And so if a company in the sporting industry wanted to get involved with Boxforce, do they have to contact your company to be qualified or go to, just go to the website, or what's the easiest way for them to do that?
1: Yeah, it's very free and and easy to use. BoxBox, they just sign up with their their name, business, and email address. Um, And uh, we've got a team of people that are capable of helping anyone on the phone or or email. But the the website is a self-service technology platform that anybody can interact with and get value of either buying, selling, or appraising their products.
0: And then uh, finally today, Chris, uh, I just want to know if you could offer some advice to uh, individual shop owners, whether they sell, you know, bike, you know, bike uh, clothing and apparel, or they sell outdoor, or they sell running. If they find themselves up against it in terms of their inventory situation heading into a new selling season, you know, how a service like yours could help them.
1: Well, retailers that manage their excess inventory well are 14% more profitable. Than those who don't so I would highly recommend just taking a look at what are what is your inventory term what, what is your aged inventory you know that's that's aged more than 60 90 180 days and and what, what's your plan around that I would just encourage you to have have a plan either it's you know semi-annual sale sidewalk sale type type sale just a, a traditional markdown strategy, knowing how to return to vendor, when to return to vendor, and then knowing that options like us exist, that we're a free and or, or, or simple way and free way to try out to try, how much could you sell your aged inventory to another person for um, up in bulk across our site. So just to know the variable, the various options out there and to have a strategy because you don't want to be one of those businesses that doesn't manage your excess inventory properly and you're missing out on potentially 14% greater profit.
0: Thanks, Chris. You've been listening to another Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.